Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. We are here in the new year with our first news roundup for the month of January. We've got a decent amount of news and some some revelations, some announcements, some controversial statements, some sad news about layoffs. You know, that's you know more of the same, really. From it's like you know, it's actually increased from last year. The rate of layoffs the pace, so far this year, the, the, we're, we're the already pace. over fifty percent of last year's total layoff. Goddamn, uh, speed running in one month. Yeah, no, like we're speed running, crazy. folks. Um. But really, the, the 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 topic that's on everybody's fucking mind, for good <laughs> for you know good and bad reasons, I would say, which we'll get into, is the early access release of Pokemon with guns, or is is which I think is reductionist of Pal World. It's it's really Pokemon slavery. That's that's really what the game is. <laughs> We've all seen the memes. Pokemon's always been slavery. But but we've all seen the memes, uh, you know, because this is a survival game, really, at its heart. We've all seen the memes. Of, That's the actual know, reason this game is blown up, because survival game fans are fucking <laughs> psychos. Absolutely. But uh, I was going to say, like, we've seen the memes, uh, you know, the, the one that, that's made the rounds, you know, most frequently is the the smash cuts of all the sad pals, you know, working away on basically on plantations and cut over mm. with the, with Cartman singing the slave hymnal. Say <laughs> uh, oh, no. Matt, insert that audio if you can find it. Um, <laughs> but Mike, as our resident, you know, uh, po- pocket monster aficionado and the only one who's actually played a little bit of the game well, yeah because all of us know that digital monsters are better than pocket monsters <laughs> <laughs> what uh what's what's going on with power world its success its controversies what's going on i'm i'm so i'm excited to play more i enjoyed the uh slideshow that i played um <laughs> for a little bit on my laptop that should be able to run it perfectly fine uh, even at low settings, uh, slideshow, but the core mechanics of it were interesting. I and I I enjoyed. I'm excited. Uh, I didn't get to experience gun. I did, however, <laughs> get to experience axe pick. You have to like um, get to like level. Pick. You have to get to like level twenty or something <clears throat> before you're able to create your craft your first gun. From what I've seen, mm. so it's like. Gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah. It takes you a little while. It takes you a little while, from my understanding. But yeah, you just walk but, up, walk up to fucking your Pokemon clones and punch them in the face. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I uh, had an ice pick. I was just hacking away at some like chicken Pokemon. Um, I will be calling them Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does yeah, the game call forever. them? Pals. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. It's so you it's could, so funny. Uh, you're ca- it's you're not calling a these things. Your... It's a pal sphere. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's so funny that like you know the you call them your pals. They're your friends that you put to work. <laughs> yeah, and you you build and a punish base and, and punish you... if they Isn't fall behind productivity. Is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're all imprisoned here. We're, we're all indentured here in 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 the content mines. <laughs> Uh, one thing I really appreciated was I got to run around in just the loincloth. Yes. Um, so you... that that was nice. How was the character creator? I've seen some. I've seen some really nice. 
I think it was, it was I good. think it was I think it was the donkey video of it. He like he's like he quote unquote imported his Street Fighter Six character, which you know, so a <laughs> a grotesque monstrosity. Yeah. No, it was definitely uh there's a lot of options, fine tuning. Um again, mine was a slideshow, so I didn't really uh go Couldn't too in depth. It. Yeah, so I you know, I got a even in the character creator, like, even in the character creator, the, the frame rate was mistaking. It, it, so it wasn't so much the frame rate uh, there that the, um, you know, I'm hitting like the down button to like go through the the different options and the lag on the button. And then I, I've hit it, hit the button so many times in frustration. So then it's just like when it catches up, it's just cycling through. So it was, it was, uh, it was a fun experience, you know, trying to, again, low graphical settings, nothing else running perfectly good stats, you know, or, um, specs on my computer. So how the hell are people playing playing offline and playing offline? I was playing just the the one player. I mean, I uh, it's it's an er, so it's an early access game. I've already mentioned that. Um, but it's uh, you know I've heard I've heard and seen plenty of you know bugs and glitches, but I hadn't seen really many performance issues. So that is an interesting thing. Maybe did you try? Yeah, I mean, I saw that their like, servers were having problems because they were. Oh yeah, well, for... they had to have like emergency yeah. meetings with like with Epic and. Uh... Well, and I played last like last Saturday after we recorded. It was like, so it was like the day or it was probably two a after hype. launch. Yeah, because I was really playing. Yeah, yeah. Crisis Core when you were doing that. It was really close yeah. to launch. I know that. So yeah, it was. You were you were you were in that uh, that window of its like peak concurrent player count, which. Yeah, it still it's it is what now the the second most concurrently played game in Steam history because whether paid uh-huh. or unpaid because you know the the quibbling of whether you whether you put PUBG on the paid or unpaid side of things because there was a time when it's it had was, a lifespan of equal now yeah, with both. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's it's number two regardless. You know, on, yeah. on either of those lists, it's like. Uh, Last time I'll, I'll look it up because I looked up the sales numbers today because they're you know we're constantly updating every like video or you know reaction or post I ever saw about Pal World. They're like they kept having like you know come in and edit just like well it just went up another million. Uh, <laughs> we just went up another million. I checked today and it seems to have kind of plateaued a little bit. Well, yeah, it's it's an early access game that you're going to generate your most players right away. They're going to play yeah, the early action portion and then they're going to move on to whatever else they're doing until more content or whatever is available in the early access. I don't, I don't think it's like that. It's, I say like that it's dying off already. Oh, I didn't um, say that. No, no, no. I, I just wouldn't want people I was to just making sure that oh. it was just more like, like you can only kind of keep that meteoric rise that rate of of adoption so so long but right now all the figures haven't been updated in the last two days as of the day of recording and have it at over eight million units sold but that also doesn't that also doesn't include because it's it was a day one release on game pass so there's that factor as well Um, i didn't know that 
However, oh, there's a there's a whole shit shit show going on with the Xbox side of things in that like there yeah, are no dedicated the Xbox servers. Version is like three versions behind or something like that. In terms and... of yeah, it's build and like there are there are no dedicated because Microsoft servers, offers so an early access portal on uh, Xbox. They've offered that since the Xbox One era when they were uh, trying to rebuild their image. So you've been able to do some because uh, like grounded and stuff was early access on xbox okay so i'm i see here now it did break the two million mark for for concurrent players on steam which is still the you know so it's now the second we're like PUBG is that was at like three million something it was like 2.7 was its con- uh concurrent high and that, i remember that? i remember so the I see here PUBG reached three point basically three point two five million. Yeah. And that was I remember the the, the PUBG craze because it was uh I was peaking Overwatch at that point and there was a huge shift in like content creator motivation towards PUBG immediately. It's a battle royale. It's it's a battle it's a battle royale. Player unknown battleground, huge first real uh battle royale yeah and it's popularized it's the trend. huge it's huge in china still the the progenitor to fort fort lift yes yeah For, before wait before it's PUBG first? got big fortnite was a tower defense survival game uh, and then yeah, PUBG yeah, got big fortnite and they had created a, a battle royale component I thought Fortnite came got first, rid then. of Fortnite defend the world or whatever it was called for just the the battle royale component, which is now a, a large day daycare simulator. <laughs> <laughs> for people both of and uh, you know under or above the age of majority, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works for, for sure. both. Um but I saw Pokemon released a, a statement basically like, yeah, we know this stop exists. Emailing stop emailing us. <laughs> yeah. Stop tagging us and shit. We know they're not doing it. anything illegal. Idiots. However, that mod guy who was releasing a paid mod with ripped ripped models straight from the Switch hmm. and 3DS games, you're doing something illegal. Yeah, yeah. That, even even like Nexus mods was like, yeah, we're uncomfortable hosting this. <laughs> that guy is now in literal minds, not yeah. content. That, minds. that was yeah. the fun yeah. one for me, where it's like I was expecting Reddit to have a more a different reaction. And they were like, nah, dude, the second you make that paid, you're asking for that. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You're invoking their wrath the second you try to ask for money for their uh their assets. Yeah. So I, that- I love the memes that like none of you guys would really get, but as a Pokemon degenerate, I do. Are you are you was, calling us lower class? Is that what that was? Yes. That I mean, I'm yeah. calling myself a traditionalist. <laughs> I'm a Dragon Quest truther. I yeah, have it's not, like pe- I'm, people making the point yeah, that, that how world stole quest. stole models. It's like you know, you know, Pokemon <laughs> did it first. You yeah, know? yeah. Matt posted that but, meme in the chat today. Just all the, all the 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 side by sides of all the of monsters the and Pokemon. You know, right next to each other. Yeah, but it's like, come on. Here. I mean, they're, hey, can the, I cheat uh, off you? Yeah, just change it a little bit. They were going deep in the catalog of, uh, and and even like, uh, there's like Scarlet and Violet Pokemon that are pretty much, uh, uh, you know, ripped, uh, and then put into Pal World. So the, they just the, like the added only more meme flair. I know about Pal World is that Pokemon number or Pal 
num- number 69 is the fuckable one. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. That's I, I, I was going to ask if Pal World gave Pokemon fans their true dream of letting no, there be relations. No, Pokemon fans only love their Gardevoirs and their... <laughs> They're little bun, little little piff, little bunny, yeah, yeah the little rabbit, lopiny. There's yeah, there's many one. ways of people pronounce it because there's no voice acting and uh, no pronunciation, so you're just relying on uh, how people, uh, you know, how, uh, reading how comprehension, on the which is a, a on fun the argument we had it, at yeah. work where someone said that they used to pronounce it milkwaitoast. Oh my, that's a good one. On what? Milk Milk toast. Milk toast. Milkway toast. Milkway toast. That's crazy. Milkway. It's a good one. Milkway. They're sounding it out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, I was like, that's fanatical. That sounds like a name in Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple of milkways in in Brooklyn. Is that that mill apostrophe quay? My favorite. I was at Chili's in high school, someone ordering uh, chips and queso. Queso? <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard someone uh, say quinoa for the first time? Oh, or, or Chipotle? That's a, that's a tough one for the, uh, yeah. the suburban moms. The, the me subway you. menu broke like a year old Andrew's brain with trying to say, I want the, the Southwest Chipotle, the so- Southwest sauce. You know what it is. Just put it on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Load that shit on. So, Pal World though has continued to like court like certain controversies that I think are largely blown out of the water, but they re- revolve around two kind of major claims. One that we've al- already alluded to that they have you know ripped models straight from Pokemon, and again, these are all these claims are alleged. Most of them have been debunked or shown to have, you know, zero evidence and were just, you know, some some angry Pokemon defender, someone who feels like that mm-hmm. they must suit up in they a, just you a know, redded. someone, in, you know, must suit up in their finest suit of armor to defend the company with the most successful entertainment property on the planet. I mean, I think you're in the history of our species suit of armor. It's more like least stained T-shirt. With tears in their eyes, they're they're put there. It's they're the Sunday poke best. adults. It's the poke adults. It's it's yeah. the, the same ones getting mad when you say Marvel movies suck. Yeah, they're, it's they're, it's. We, you want to think it, it's children, but realistically, it's like thirty-five to forty-four-year-old mm-hmm. millennials. Oh, we yes. know this because then there's the people yeah. who like jump on you know jump on the back of it again, not you know realizing that this was just some spurious claim made by you know some you know butthurt. 35 year old shut in who only you know say whose only touch to outside culture is this one franchise uh um, shut in well, such a negative a, term we should use the proper term otaku <laughs> <laughs> but they're like it's like oh yeah it's like it's you know that they're the claim that they're using ai art which again has had no no backup whatsoever the only thing that they point to is that uh, uh a multiple year old interview with the ceo of the the pal world developer studio newsflash asshole everyone's using ai art yeah 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 like i i, one, I was just so, at a trade show and it was just the most obvious ai art all over the place 
but they're like, yeah, so there's like I, this, I gotta... guy, this guy was like, you know, previously has been pretty bullish about the uses of AI. I think they have a previous game that, you know, openly says that it used used AI art, but, you know, has not had not said, you know, the guy, the guy has no qualms with AI art. So if this had it in it, I don't he they would be upfront about it. I don't, see why, it. Yeah. I don't see why they would yeah. hide it. Um, also, you know, say the fact that if they were to do it and not and, you know, lie about it you know that would be an issue because you know steam doesn't allow that shit um oh i didn't uh, know that you have without disclosing it they don't they don't that... allow it without disclosing it um they, was, uh, wasn't that's a rule from like last year isn't it wasn't that fairly instituted it was implemented last yeah, year it's, yeah it's fairly new it's fairly new yeah but they uh again there's no proof whatsoever that's that it's uh yeah that they use so AI. this is just this is models. just yeah a, a pokemon defender that's like trying to find uh some leverage to cause outrage that's you know unwarranted and and for the the claims of them ripping pokemon there there's no way they're doing it one like you know one for one rips and then editing it and even if they were in some way they're putting so much more into it. The graphics, even in my slideshow, are better than fucking Scarlet and Violet. I was playing that uh, last night or the other night as well, playing the uh, DLC. And the second half of the DLC in Scarlet and Violet, just story-wise that they try to put in, and like even uh, just like fetch quests that for even Pokemon were like... Uh, beyond baby beyond infantile and so quick i mean uh, still there, having there is, issues there, there with is the, the point again rendering that pokemon is designed for goo goo gaga babies like but it, it, they but are designing crazy. these it, games to be like jimmy's first jrpg well so but they're, that's not their fan base anymore. Well, they still have that. Like, there's obviously a huge I don't loyal think they're fan ever base of older adults. That fan base, though, like they're always no, going to want it because they're but, selling toys to children. That's the so, yeah. But they have the shows for that. They don't necessarily need the games. And like, no matter yeah, what, the, you could play. These are merchandise. These are merchandising, these are merchandising tie-in games. You know, yeah. these, are, these are games gonna, that are made they just said, to sell merch. Yeah. Pokemon recently I'm just pointing said, out that Gen Alpha has tested out as the least watching TV generation, like functional TV it shows. It doesn't matter. They'll put through TikToks. There's so much Pokemon media in the, the zeitgeist that, like, it doesn't matter. They're going to sell uh, Pikachu's always cute, fucking, you know, whatever. But No, he's not always cute. He was cute he, when he was fat, and then they yeah, took him oh, away no, from Of us. course. Give us Chunky. <laughs> give us our Chunky boy back. Um. But they it was the first time that media censored, and I was sad. <laughs> the Scarlet and Violet develop or like part of the team for that, or you know, like Pokemon higher ups were saying how, um, you know, the reception of Scarlet and Violet is like having them rethink uh, their whole model of one releasing so quickly and just like how the the games. Let's see if flow, they hold I true guess. and don't release a Pokemon game so this he, year. Here's my here's my question. I wanted to, I really wanted to pose to you guys is people are saying like, oh yeah, you know, like this is successful because it's like you know it's it's actually you know doing something different. Yeah, they're pulling from all you know 
they're they're not necessarily doing things new. They're taking from different games, different genres, yeah. and you know, oh, yeah, there's there's together. an amalgamation of genres in there. It's like you know, this is Pokemon meets Ark meets. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Arc actually left. more more close to Ark than it is anything else. Yeah, and so, so my opinion to or my question to you is like, what uh, what would you like the Pokemon Company and Game Freak? Uh, what would you like them to do to, you know, make Pokemon great again? Kind of thing. Like, what, 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 what changes need to be made? <laughs> we have to find a better acronym than MIPCA. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, uh, what, what, what uh, needs to be done to make the game good? Because, you know, even something like that was as far of a stretch that they've managed to do in recent years as, you know, Arceus, like, still is very much of the uh, same formula. Like, Everything is interesting until you get into an actual fight with Pokemon in that game, and then it's incredibly boring. And it's the well, so you do like one or few... one hit, and and the enemy or you die. E as as, as the resident above past, <laughs> <laughs> as the resident uh, Pokemon degenerate, I, I will start off. And to the point about Arceus, they completely changed the battle. Uh, format there they were trying something new it had some cool elements it didn't hit the mark at all because you're you're right about the the battle uh mechanics in that game <clears throat> but for me the biggest thing pokemon could do is put in fucking voice actors one two actually like put so that you have the fucking Pokemon models now, like you have very good models in 3D from Sword, from <clears throat> from fucking um, Scarlet and Violet, from Arceus. Don't all of those technically come from Pokemon Go? Like, wasn't Pokemon Go the basis no. for, or do I have that backwards? Uh, it was no, because yeah, Pokemon backwards. Go came out and it was the 3DS. Well, but uh, the up, uh, it's really the 3DS to Pokemon Go, and then. Probably they took some of the updates from the Pokemon Go models to the, you know, to the other, the Switch games. And I think now it's just a back and forth, um, especially with, you know, the new models coming out for the new Pokemon in the games that then later get released in Pokemon Go. I think it's, you know, backwards there. But point being, they've spent enough time and money on the fucking Pokemon models. We don't need to, you know, change them that much from game to game focus on fucking giving us an environment that is fleshed out and cool. If we're going with the RPG, like open world style um, uh, games, give us a good fleshed out environment. They kind of did it a bit in sword, but that's very much the 3ds style, like very old school had some open world elements, but was largely the like, um, uh, traditional um linear path uh go from this town to this town and defeat this yeah. gym leader and then you can use this gym badge to go to this town to defeat this gym leader one thing they did do in the dlc that i really liked and i think that they should continue doing in newer games is the like gym battles had they only did this really well with one of the four in the DLC, like gym bat leader battles you do. Uh, one of them you had, the gimmick was you had to 
use only Pokemon caught in that like new region in the DLC. So you had to like there was some sort of gimmick, some sort of limitation on what you could bring in battle, um, which made the battle more challenging. It wasn't just, okay, let me over level my Pokemon a little bit and just plow through like you traditionally would. You had to like think about it some more other than, oh, this is a fire type gym. I'm going to bring all my, you know, 10 level over water Pokemon and just hit surf constantly. Um, you know, they're, and they tried to do it with other ones, but they were more stupid baby games. Like, uh, there was like, identify this Pokemon. It was basically like, who's <laughs> that Pokemon? <laughs> but in Scarlet and Violet. So, like, those were stupid, but they were, I, I could see the thoughts of like trying to make it just not a straight go battle or fetch quest to, to then battle. Um, there was like, other mechanics at work um which they could continue looking to like the rom hack community for those like radical red was a never, huge never <laughs> well i and i but i think they earned some that, ways that's a matter that's it. a matter of honor that's a matter of honor you know it's like we're not gonna go to these people who are they're like, indirectly doing that taking our i'm IP sure they look and doing better things looking with at, i'm sure they're looking at uh youtubers and like they they look at the media that's made around you know the commentary on them only insofar as to know who, who to sue <laughs> yeah but even that they're like oh okay that that's kind of a good idea they have these you know xyz limitations you know or uh you know new mechanics let's kind of poach from that um but yeah i think that just like really just fucking fleshing out the game in the new you know, three the Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch Two fucking uh, you know platform where you have the ability to have more than a fucking eight bit uh, Pokemon game that's just ported to a uh, you know you up the graphics and then put it on the fucking in three D. Um, you know, give us something that is a, a an actual kind of story and. Uh, more than fetch quests and you know easy battles i would actually be interested if they were somehow able to make an interesting you know some level with some level of depth uh tactical turn-based combat you know the the combat as it exists now is just like yeah do you have the type that is better you know that that's that trumps the other type and you, you hit the one attack and it's super effective and they're dead. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, there it's, was a funny it's one. It's one turn, one attack, one turn, one attack. And, and because everyone just over levels their throne. Pokemon because you know mm -hmm. what level they're going to be. So they could, if they had dynamic, uh, which some of the ROM hacks do, they'll have dynamic gym leaders. So if you're at a certain and level caps, so like you if you're you haven't gotten to Sabrina yet, you can't go past level seventy five, and her Pokemon are always going to be like two levels higher. So you the, actually have to think my, and like do setup moves. And my things idea like that. is doing something like a, you know akin to like a Final Fantasy uh, combat system where you ETB, basically make it you active. basically have a party. You have a make it be a, 
a party-based oh my god a gang of pokemon where you have you have like a whether whether it's like you do like turn-based tactics and you're like moving around a grid or something like that that's a way you could make some you know incorporate movement and stuff they've done already they've done those games no say or you do you do like uh you know even more like a persona type thing where you've got you know just your line of of pokemon out yeah but i'd just rather play persona the best Pokemon but game. it's like that each one has like you know uh, a role like you know your fairy types are your healers your rock types are your tanks, tanks. uh you know your fire lightning you, and whatever your giant your penis DPS. monster is your your dps yeah and you kind like, of do have that in these rom hacks when like it's just small tweaks that like pokemon doesn't even have to you know re completely reimagine the battle system like with these no, small what, tweaks what you, he's saying get... more or less is they, they've they've done some experimental stuff with like legends arceus and stuff like that it never hurts to do more experimental side content games where you can well, do what i'm saying stuff. is they do that with like those. the fucking uh that dota clone that they have unite right that's what it's called yeah, but like that's not a mainline Pokemon game, but they're taking the ideas and applying it to a different genre where they could try to activate the like um what's the the Mario Rabbids? They could try to Mario and Rabbids it, make it Pokemon but, and Digimon. Boom, done. Be- best game ever made. <laughs> what I'm saying is they've done those before in the 3DS and they weren't all that successful. But if you were to just do a small tweak, which is more likely to be done in like could be done I think, in their I think you Pokemon systems. I think you Pokemon heads are you know I, I will end it with you're this. too used to being punished and you know you, yeah. you only want the slightest sliver of something better you know re- not realizing that you could no, have but, so but much more that no, I understand and, when, and I'm when not I sent from... the when I sent the Stephen A Smith reacting to Pokemon clip <laughs> that, that came off of NBA Circle Jerk and the top comment on there was Charmander is Bulbasaur father, Bulbasaur is Squirtle father, Squirtle is Charmander father. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so my my last defense, and this is like, I, I am trying to put my Pokemon degeneracy aside. And listening to the what Ben was saying of like, you know, that, that idea of each party member has a role there there is the basis for that in pokemon already it's just that yeah if you're running stall the, technique well you don't even have to run a stall but i'm what i'm saying is it by making the battles just harder and having caps on them or having dynamic uh you know uh uh, opponents that their level will adjust based on yours so you can't over level your pokemon and just hit one button and clear them I out mean, wasn't that you traditionally have to... how they handled it in like red no. and blue no i'm saying know. like you needed a gym badge to be able to control pokemon over a certain level right yes that was but it was so like but it was always here, higher stuff over 30 but it was always higher than the gym leader that you yeah, could next. But like they had that basis in there before of like, but, you can't be so over leveled. You're bringing a level 50 Pokemon. In but it doesn't matter second. because of the way that the stats are set up. If you're three levels over, you're always going to be faster unless you're against the complete, you know, you have a, a dog shit Pokemon and they have just like an average one. 
like no matter what, if you're a couple levels over, you're going to have a higher attack. You're going to have uh, better speed stats. So you're going to outspeed and you're going to out attack. And if you could do both those things in Pokemon, that's, that's been win. a that's been a part of every pretty much JRPG is the fact that if you just go and over level everything, the game becomes trivial because you're just above everything it, at its point. Exactly, that's, but that's it's why so I'm easy always to do I'm anti I'm anti grinding. So yes. with what I'm saying is the ROM hacks do a Mainly better job of putting the caps on and then a, and then also having adjustable, uh, you know, uh, or like dynamic levels with the gym leaders. You actually have to, and gym leaders that don't just have one single type Pokemon, like they, the gym leaders actually have a strategy and have a team that where they're going to send someone in to heal or it's a double battle. So you have a healing support type and then you have, you know, your, your tank or your DPS or whatever. And it's, you know, different types and different type uh, combos and one Pokemon, uh, you know, even doing setup moves of like um, upping your stats or lowering the other opponent's stats. Like it actually becomes something that, you have to put some thought in into rather than the game, you know, the games that Pokemon put out where it's like, okay, uh, the fairy team is uh, all, you know, the fairy gym leader has all fairy types. You bring a fucking poison type and you hit sludge wave on each of them and they go down because you're two levels higher. So you're faster and have a better attack. Uh, and then you just clear through the gym. That's not fucking fun anymore. Um, you know, but with these slight tweaks and adding voices, you know, voice acting, it, it would just that alone, I think, would make it a better game. And they could like build off of that. Uh, I, I still, don't think they're I still ever going to go that, from that. You guys expect, you know, like, you know, you you don't have high enough expectations and demands. I think you are. It's like you're you are in an abusive relationship. You know, it's like you you want just the slightest little change and glimmer of things could be better. But and I mean, you'll be, and at you'll the be right end back. of the day, right I, I've always enjoyed like some of the simplicity of it. So like that's why I go to Pokemon. So like I I you know I'm not looking for a Final Fantasy seven type game. Uh, I uh, mean, what what you basically described in the ROM hacks is basically generic JRPG combat. That's like one tier above Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, I meant just like graphic wise and like a, a completely different uh, system, having the party, things like that. All right. So that's enough on, on Pokemon and Battle World. <laughs> uh, it's essentially podcast. almost the full episode run right now. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, we're about 35 minutes in. Um, uh, yeah, we've got some other things we wanted to talk about. It's fine. Like, you know, again, mine is just, it was more a bit of a rant. Um, is this the, so is this the, if you have to apologize for your third person or no, your first, your person, first yeah. person? Yeah. You're, you're, you should just not do first person. Uh, yeah. So, my, yeah, that whole argument comes from the Xbox developer direct that came a week or so ago at this point now, at the time of recording. Yeah. It was the last Thursday. Because so I was in San Diego. We got Ah, Whale's vagina. We got we got <laughs> I was four, waiting for it. We got four four first party studio uh 
announcements, showcases, whatever you want to call them, as well as a third-party little little pop-in secret. We can start there, Matt. What are you, what are your thoughts? Because he's the only he's the only based individual here. Um, what are your thoughts on Visions of Mana, the first addition to the Mana series in fifteen years? I mean, it's cool to see the Mana series getting more attention again. I mean, even it's the first new edition. Obviously, there was the uh, there was the remake slash remaster it's it's so confusing the 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 remakes and remasters and things on on switch because there's like yeah there's a there's a remake remaster one there's ones that are just like a port and collection of like two of them and i'm like trying to like and like one of them is like an overlap like trials of mana you can play two different ways on switch and one's like as part of a two-game collection and it's very confusing to me I mean, Either what long-standing way. JRPG uh, franchise isn't yeah, confusing? Exactly, isn't confusing yeah. to me in the, in that way. I was gonna say this. This is actually very simple from Square uh, compared to like <laughs> the the Kingdom Hearts franchise and how that how that oh, chron- oh, chronology fuck. goes. Particularly when you add the 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 one point five and two point five yeah. shit. My, my personal favorite was this line is Kingdom Hearts three sixty five <laughs> in two days. Oh my god. Or 365 over two days, I should say. 365 slash two. Um, that's, wait, that's a game title? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are, are we dividing? Does the slash mean per? So is it 365 per every two? What, what do what, what are we Nobody knows what it means. Nobody knows. But it's provocative. <laughs> it gets the people going. <laughs> It's, it, um, it actually we're just does. really pulling we're showing our age does. here with our yeah. quotes no we're, we're going for it all in uh but no the it's cool to see visions of mana uh i thought it was funny because just like any uh developer direct microsoft showed it off with only their logo and a pc logo and then when you would go to the actual square website it was like oh yeah also coming to ps5 uh, and um I don't think it showed Switch there, but I think that was one of the ones that was confirmed to potentially be a, a Switch Two uh, discussion alongside the like the Atlas uh, Persona Three Reload and uh, Phantasmo uh, Met- Metaphorio. Yeah, yeah. Never. Metaphorio Phantasio. The Fisto. Yeah. yeah, I'm too functionally illiterate to. <laughs> But what what about the actual uh, showcase of the game itself? It uh, to me, it looked a little slow for yeah. action. Combat. I mean, I mean, it's one of those where they're doing their first new release in the Mana series in a long time, so hard to see how much of their you know modern takeaway on their classic combat that they're going to try to you know reintegrate into a franchise that's been relatively speaking dormant. You know, it's not like the Final Fantasy franchise where they're, you know, they're eight games further well. than they were in the last time they released uh, Mana. Not not to downplay the significance of them, you know, announcing this return to this this series after so long, but the fact that that was the surprise from from this i mean one, there, there's a lot makes, of in comparison to the year pre- previous where you ha- had hi-fi rushes the shadow yeah. drop uh i think there's a lot of desperation yeah. on the side of microsoft if i'm allowed to uh read between the lines a little bit on their editorializing pull, folks 
inability to pull from the Japanese market. And they're trying really hard to like foster those relationships with Sega and uh, with Square, trying to like regain some of that uh, partnership that they had back in the 360 era that they lost during the Xbox One era. Um, So I think they're trying really hard to uh, like spotlight Square and Atlas whenever they can. And like getting their stuff on Game Pass is a big deal to try to like mend a relationship that was relatively broken. Uh, These like boost sales are too low. No, like fi- Final Fantasy 15, which launched day one on Xbox and or Xbox One and PS4 simultaneously, uh, only 10% of the lifetime sales of Final Fantasy 15 came on Xbox. It's because Xbox Ones were largely Call of Duty machines. Like, let's be honest. Like, what what else were people buy? You know, that were buying Xbox Ones, playing other than Forza. Well, that's that's Call been my whole argument in the the online community of like, <clears throat> well, they don't release JRPGs on Xbox. Like, y'all don't buy them. Yeah. Like you you might think you stand for the majority because like, oh, you want to play it, but like clearly the majority of Xbox players don't. Well, and a majority of Xbox owners are Americans. Uh yeah, yeah, like, a little more. So than they're the playing fuck. Yeah, they're almost all. So they're just literally playing Call of Duty. You know, they're they're living out their American dream. Yeah, they're playing they're playing Call of Duty or you know whatever sports game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I forgot about the sports games, but for sure, Madden and uh, Forza. You know, Call of Duty machines, Forza because it's you know the only good Xbox exclusive. <laughs> um and yeah so i i think matt you're right that they're trying to for sure like find some way into the the japanese market or well there was there was a fairly foreign market there was a fairly substantiated rumor that they're trying really hard to get final fantasy 7 remake the first one on the game pass this summer that that's their big push right now is to try to get more of Square's catalog into their their Game Pass. There's before. no way. There's no way that's going to happen. You know, say yeah. I, I may have spaced out for a second. You're talking about Final Fantasy VII Part Two. Yeah. There's yeah. no not, way. Not there's no, the first one. Oh, okay. they, want, they want Part One. So there's no way. Like they, they're. I've seen so many articles about uh, Part Two. They say like basically the future of Square. You know, is going to rely on the sales of of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth you know I mean, like we, it needs it's been to sell my, it's been my uh like forecast in the future for a while that square and sony are going to link up as the reactionary partnership like in like fully like stamp that deal and then probably just play nicely with nintendo because they don't necessarily treat each other like nintendo and sega did in the 90s mm. Because Square still has a pretty functional relationship when it comes to Nintendo and making sure that like Dragon Quest was uh, traditionally a Nintendo franchise, which would shut down the country. Yeah, not allowed to release on a workday anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that was my favorite Dragon Quest stat was that um, companies just found it easier to give people the day off of a Dragon Quest launch <laughs> because no one was showing up anyway. Based. So yeah, certainly... you're just not going to get that with Xbox players, and I don't think that even if they try to get some of these games uh, on Xbox or foster these relationships, they're you're never going to have uh, 
you know my take to those large players sales. who feel who feel left out because they can't access it on their Xbox is PS5. there are two other consoles <laughs> and a, another entire environment you can buy yeah that will give you yeah, access but... to most if not all of these yep agreed the rest of these though i believe are all exclusives cuz they're first yeah, party yeah xbox and pc only uh so our history that's the, untold, that's the true definition of yeah. microsoft exclusive our history untold is a 4x strategy game um yeah. eh, don't really care move on yeah. uh this is not part of the rant, but, uh, you know, Senua Saga Hellblade 2 looks good. You know, visually looks good. You know, they're, they're doing I like that they're cool starting to put out tech. warnings of, like, this is going to be a short game. Please yeah, don't yeah. expect <laughs> this to be a 30 to 60 hour experience. This will be closer to a 10 hour experience. And that's what the first one was. So, uh, yeah, yeah, expectations should be, you know, similar. Right there. Uh, and I think that's fine. I, I'm I'm fine with, you know, shorter games. Yeah, that's... Fine. I never, I never I'm, I'm cool with that. that. It's just that I have definitely seen reactions of people who were expecting this to be like God of War on PS4. Yeah. It's like, like they're, they're, con- thing. You, you get, we've had these arguments and, you know, talking about like, oh, like, what do you price a game like that? Um, and it, it, it depends what it offers in terms of technical quality. And yeah, because I think they're pr- charging 50. I think that's a $50 full price with no physical retail. Okay, there you go. Oh, I mean, I don't like that part of it. And it, that's part of the a, a next, our next conversation that we'll move on to, you know, no physical retail anymore with Xbox. But uh, first, I want to just give my little rant about um, Avowed and Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Um, just it's a the, circle. The fucking first person shit just is driving me crazy. And they don't actually, they don't make this argument in Avowed. I just think it looks worse in Avowed. But the Indiana Jones definitely looks worse. The the devs were like, you know, like Matt already already dropped it. It's like the, I've seen plenty other games and other developers do this. Um, I was like trying to rack my brain though before because like I should have written it down. Um, Oh, it was Avatar. That was the one that I was forgetting. It was Avatar, The Frontiers of Pandora, before release. And it's so it's this. They literally like they took the argument word for word from them. Uh, but you've seen it in other in some other games too. Um, but where they they talk about how you know they have they have to preempt the backlash that event action adventure game players are going to levy at them about why the fuck is this not in third person uh they're like it's because it's more immersive we want the we want to you know uh immerse you into the experience and i i mean one i find the movements and the and the jankiness of first person to to take me out of the immersion there's nothing immersive to me about moving around in the arms with two hands and and only seeing my hands yeah like you know i don't i don't walk like that uh and it's it's it just doesn't it's it doesn't not fly. vr yeah it doesn't fly with me lo- and avowed in particular looks like looks a like a vr game that one is yeah. is astounding to me like it avowed i'm pretty sure you bad. see like when the arm moves up far enough in avowed like you see it cut off <laughs> honestly it, uh, like people are you know are talking about up and i i don't get it like 
Obsidian does good story. They make good choices. They have like good choices and consequences. And I'm sure the writing will be fine. Um, and you know, fine, fine to good. Uh, say like you know, outer outer uh, outer worlds was uh, you know, really excellent writing. You know, a first person RPG, but you know, gets by with that because it's largely a shooter. Um, yeah. but dude, it looks so fucking bad i do not i feel like i'm being gaslit by like the people who are like looks great looks awesome can't wait can't wait to play this game i mean i, I don't that want to be worse the than fucking skyrim but like there there is so much corporate scum online when it comes to like cross promotion on uh anonymous accounts but there's something about oh, this sure. game that not just like the movements and the animations which again look like they're a decade plus old at this point there's something about the weird graphical sheen that's on everything yes. that looks like a VR game. It looks like well, it, there's something uncanny to the visuals in this that are, that just do not look good. And I think like what you you said perfectly there is like uh, ten plus year old graphics, and it looks like they just put a a coat of shellac on it. Yeah, it's not just like the graphics; it it's the animations that look so old. Yeah. The I mean, to me, it's the entire combat ain't, system is well, yeah, 15 years old. It's fucking ancient. It just does not and look I like, good. I want my third-person games. That's more like yeah, I want to be see, controlling here, a player. Here's my conspiracy for this. Microsoft doesn't want to make third-person action or adventure games because that's Sony's thing. And they they want to be different than Sony. And they well, want and to they try know to, that to their base cater is to Call a different Duty market players. because they know they can't compete there. And they, yeah, like, they're like, we only have Call Call Duty players. And in my in my head, I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, first person in my opinion simulators. really only works for shooters. But then I'm like, I've played plenty yeah, of but good third person, third person shooters. shooters. I said I've played yeah. plenty of good first third person shooters. So uh, it's like even that argument starts to break down. It's like maybe when you're only get when you're getting to competitive shooters, you want you you want first person so that you're 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 just visually closer that is mm -hmm. you know where reaction time is is and, important and it's so i think forza i think it's just is another element personally i think it's just so you don't have to animate a full character model well so no it, yeah. I, I i that's definitely part of it but i like forza to me is a good example of and it's a completely different game, obviously, because it's racing Why? you can drive from the wheel slightly back and then from the full pulled back third person yep and like competitive people play with drive their right fucking, on the windshield drive right on the windshield with their fucking you know actual rig, steering with, wheel with their rig, their rig. Yeah. but then you know people that just want to have fun and drive a car around you know put it in third person you get to see the nice shiny car um and if you want to you know fuck around you put it in the you know so you could see the steering wheel and see out the windshield but you have like your options there and it's like ben said competitive more you know the first ben, person one of ben's big points when he was uh ranting about this to me while i was like semi-lucid in my hotel room <laughs> yeah uh, he was jet lagged yeah jet lagged as fuck the entire time um was that like in Indiana Jones, whenever you're doing something action oriented with the environment, it pulls out to third person. Yeah. So they, it's there. 
it's they built cl- into the yeah, game. They, they claim it. They're like, they're like, there are certain moments where it's like, we still want you to be able to see the classic silhouette of, you know, the jacket, the hat, you know, the whip. So we want to see it, it the whole game. It's like, and so in cinematic cutscenes and, and, uh, <clears throat> environmental, uh, traversal, we, we pull back to third person. I'm like, Yo, know, if you feel the need to have to change your camera at some point, it's proof that you've chosen the wrong camera. You know, yeah. it's it's traversal that it's pulling it's out. It's not even. It, it could just be an option in there in a toggle. Like, there the are things like first person. The example yeah. they gave was like, and there's one where it's like he swings, he like he attaches his whip and then swings from something, it pulls out, or when he's like climbing up a pipe. Uh, on a building, it pulls. Ridiculous. It pulls. Out. They figured out that first person platforming sucks. But for me, it's like, uh, you know, I was at some point I was like kind of buying the the, the first person would work it work for Indiana Jones, and I still think it looks better. Than it's the one that when, stood out to me as the more when uh, you put the finished. Yeah, when you put the two side by side, it looks it looks miles better in terms of its its perspective. <clears throat> but it was like, oh yeah, maybe for like the puzzling things for when you're like you're examining an ancient artifact. Um, to be able to see, you know, high level of detail, you need they the do camera. That in Spider-Man. You need the camera to be closer. And I'm about to maybe I guess this is contradicting myself. And it's like, if you feel that you need to do that, it's like you have an element. There's a there's a prompt to inspect, and you get a close up view. It doesn't even switch yep. the camera. Sometimes it just goes to a completely nope. different screen, and you can yep, manipulate Spider-Man. around. Yeah, you can manipulate the object, and you know that's been part of game design for a long fucking time. And yeah, maybe that's outdated or whatever. I, I remember like, that in where I just in the don't world buy the argument. in San Diego on the PC in 1997. <laughs> I just don't buy. I don't buy the argument that it's like uh, it's more immersive to be in first person. I don't buy it. No, so I don't. It's not particularly not for for like Indiana Jones. I think is like perfect for that statement of you are making it less immersive by making it first person because the I Indiana Jones experience Indy. is third person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to yeah, see. I'm Indy. not Indiana Jones. I want to watch. I want to control and watch Indiana Jones from do you know, the cool do the cool high. thing. Yeah, like cracking That's a whip. The, I want to be the movie channel I watch. Did a week where they were marathoning the Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. and man, th- those first three ones, well, culturally insensitive in a lot of ways. Uh, <laughs> but absolutely, number two, I will, yeah, number two is pretty. They, bad. they are based yeah. because they uh, mark the map as Palestine and not Israel. <laughs> so. uh, George uh, based George Lucas. Yeah, yeah, returning once again. I mean, wasn't uh, that le- legitimately in a time period where Israel didn't exist? Wasn't it like 30s and de- 40s? Yeah, it depends. Israel. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it depends. yeah the yeah. What? Uh, no, it would be. Yeah, it it would be. Uh, probably still. Just, yeah, just Brit- adding the it context. Was probably there. yeah. British controlled Palestine at that point. Um, yeah. At least you didn't put a British flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah the, that's just my rant it's just like i i don't i don't i don't necessarily know i don't have any other answer to you know say counter the matt's you know thing of oh it's lazy development they don't want to they don't they don't want to deal with i mean uh, it's what, I, what i'm making is quote unquote a lazy argument but it's how i feel a lot of the times when i see what could I have been a third person game 
is because you don't want to put the time in to animate the cloth, the cloth simulation on the character or the hair swinging or yeah. Yeah. And, any of and those little things be, that take a lot of time. And it may not be like the final reason that they decide not to go third it's person. Part, it could be part of the decision part, matrix. Yeah, well, I think part of it is, sure. is, is potentially like, oh, it's like we'd have to do all of this to make the third person experience immersive. Yeah. You know, to not break immersion by having janky static, you know, hair animations. Yep. Well, that, that was one of the things clo- that Final Fantasy 16 or... finally cracked for Square in a lot of ways is they finally got like good hair and cloth sims for most for the most part. I mean, we that said it in journey, like a static chunk of hair swinging back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I said it when we were talking about journey, but like historically cloth and hair in art have always been the hardest to you know to make yeah realistic. except ai art can get that flawlessly but it can't get fucking hands right can't do hands because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i saw yeah. like donald trump posted a like an ai built uh campaign shot that had had him with six fingers nice was he also ripped and on a horse behind uh Putin? I think it was like a side profile shot, so his hands were like in front, and if you counted the number of knuckles, it was six knuckles and a thumb. Nice. I hope Normal. they didn't get rid of some of his dumpy. Right. So there's more there's more uh Microsoft news as oh, it, wait, as, there's as more. Yeah, there's yeah. more, and there's a whole bunch of different le- level levels to it. And it's not just, you know. Microsoft. We don't want to. We don't want to put it all on them. No, um, sir, yeah, sorry, fine. but they just gave me the most recent news to talk about. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to be a Sony pony soon. So you know, we'll, yeah. Then uh, we can fully. Yeah. We can be Good fully integrated. You. Good on you. Yeah. We can purge Mike of his Microsoft sins. But I may like need to buy it soon. Maybe bringing it to like the hotel because I gotta play some more Final Fantasy. I'm only on like chapter seven. Like gonna get the fucking the briefcase uh PS5 holder <laughs> with screen built in. No, I'm just gonna plug it into their shitty Vizio TV. All right, who who had our next story? I've kind of lost track because there's again we're, we're we kind of move back and forth. Microsoft is a is a unifying yeah because because unifying sales theory and layoffs here, but... can can go interchangeably. So who do you want? Let's do the let's do a quick little bit of the physical. Yeah, physical sales. Yeah, that so kind of leads us into layoffs. Physical, physical. Yeah, let's I get physical, get baby. Physical. Uh, let's and Mike, get let's get physical. physical. I mean, let's watch the death of physical media happening right before our very eyes. And I don't mean that hyperbolically either. I mean that in Literally. very real, uh, alarmist terms. Um, I've been in multiple Best Buys recently. I went to yeah, Best, Best Buy yesterday. Best Buy is purged. I went Best to Best Buy. They purged. I was in Best Buy yesterday. There, and was just looking like around. One case. There's fucking like one, nothing. Uh, thing. If you if you go to their website now, uh, pretty much nothing can be delivered anymore. Anything that you can buy online from a Blu-ray perspective has to be picked up in a store. So like I put together yeah, a cart, not know, not knowing that at the time, and then was like, oh, I'd have to go to West Lab. The... I would have to go to fucking Boston. See, I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it would have been the opposite that they. I mean, that's how I get all my physical media is pick up in store. That way, I don't have to pay sales. Yes, tax. but this Hell is yeah. this is stock that's just <laughs> left in a store that they're not yeah, shipping exactly. anymore because that's too much exactly. effort. They're, this they're is me going it. and cleaning they're... out their clearance. Wow. Yep they're not they're not buying anymore to have in their storage or whatever. So they're and, taking whatever's in storage, speaking, that putting is just it. Blu-rays. They are still stocking yeah, physical yeah. games currently. 
yeah. whether or not they but will continue they will to be... host Xbox games is a complete up in the air because Target and Walmart have both uh, begun the implementation of no longer restocking Xbox physical games in their in their stores. And I mean, I've That's had the we we spoke about this last year in an episode. There was a rumor about it, and I had an anecdotal evidence that uh, my local Walmart PlayStation has two two full shelves. Nintendo has two full shelves. And then each of them has their own individual shelf for accessories. And then Microsoft has one shelf with games, accessories, and consoles. I mean, anecdotally one. for me, like that everywhere, the, all the Best Buys I've been in, any Target, it's it's the same. Sometimes in, the Nintendo in, has like three. When I went into the Best Buy yesterday to pick up some, some new stuff because my controllers were getting stick drift. Although I'm not, conv- I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I got the new controller. But I'm not convinced that it wasn't the game. Or, but I did look up because I just beat Sekiro and had two controllers that appeared to develop stick drift. Um, and you should have pulled the Mikey Scambino. I did look it up. I did. Look I don't it think up, you can apparently... put a regular Dual Sense back into a Dual Sense no. box. Oh, no. oh, you, oh, you can. Uh, so you I don't. Can, I don't think friend. I. I don't think I got. Uh, so I. I don't think it was something with the game. I think it was it. I I just looked it up and so like why is why is uh Sekiro turning left all constantly? Uh, why is he pulling left all all the time? And so apparently it is a notorious game for for nuking controllers. Huh. That and everyone has the yeah pulling left is the huh. But it's like not just that it's a it's not just a game specific thing that it is it is causing stick drift but it's. From the game, it's from playing the game. How does that even happen? A shit ton of repetitive, uh, of repetitive inputs. Hmm. Lots of crouching, lots of deflecting, uh, lots of lots of those movements. Uh, just you know, wreak havoc on your controller. Because I was thinking about it yesterday. It's like, particularly thinking of like your 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 average or your 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 non Sekiro Souls game. You're largely just doing r1 you know the r1 r2 you're on the right side of thing you're almost rarely hitting the left side unless you're dual wielding or something like that but uh it's uh but like even those animations are much are much less frequent whereas you are literally fucking spamming l1 non-stop in sekiro uh so many if you're you're doing anything in sekiro that's the only thing you should be doing everything else is secondary right this is this is a tangent that we don't have time for but uh my my point was i i went into best buy and their entire physical fucking gaming thing was really bleak like i'm talking games of all brands accessories just shelves just like basically empty they had a shit ton of copies of diablo 4 for ps4 (laughs) for ps4 that's what they had the most that's what they had the most of but like you know fucking nothing like really really minor you know like nintendo i guess had a had a quote-unquote full lineup but like there was only like usually like one copy of each game from from the raw stats of physical sales last year uh this the percentage of physical sales was released in a in a tweet it's not good you know, the, not the new good. the newest form of media <laughs> um, yeah, i'm, I'm from good. 2007 w- welcome to the the past um and it was saying that last year 50 percent of physical titles sold were a nintendo switch which makes sense to me because nintendo switch has the most uh 
the best implementation of physical games because almost all of them are entirely on the cartridge. Yeah. So when you throw it, it's in, not you just can a license. Right... <laughs> yeah, a you, license. Can, you can play right away. Yeah. No download. No update, and just jump in. Um, and then PS4 slash PS5 accounted for forty percent of the total physical sales, followed by a measly ten percent for the C- Xbox Series X slash One. I don't know if that's still. Uh, I mean, I guess PS4 was included, so we'll throw Xbox One in there as well. Uh, which you know paints the picture for why Xbox is moving away from you know trying to bring games to physical retail, because you know they've fostered an environment around uh, subscription Game service, pass. which you know is diametrically opposed to selling a physical media version of it. Like you, mm-hmm. you never want people buying something when you can offer it to them in a subscription. That's been the overall goal of Microsoft as a company for. 30 years now yep. where you could buy uh office for a hundred dollars. Yep. yep. Now, you can only buy now your office year is a $150 a year subscription. No, it's only nine, uh, 99 95. Oh, you're talking oh. about office. We're talking about office pro baby. No, <laughs> not on the pro. Just got the office family yeah, plan. You, you need, you, you know. need pro for uh, Excel macros. Do you really, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I've done or for Excel at least macros. more advanced Excel macros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I've definitely done some on regular. I, but the but, you know, guys, you just got to be comfortable with not owning your game. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what Ubisoft. Yeah, has yeah to say Ubisoft it. was right. You know, they're always right. Because <laughs> you know, like you stopped being comfortable. You're, you're, you know, you you got comfortable with not owning your CDs anymore, not owning music. You just got to stop caring about uh, it. I mean, Ubisoft is just holding out that they'll be able to keep all their games on Ubisoft Connect and release them there first before Steam, so that they could, you know, get all those transaction fees and then license them some more. So I mean, it's also just the the raw user data that they can get from having you on their own platform. Yeah, like there, there's so much personal data they can sell and and make money off of. Oh God damn it! You're right. French. You're welcome. Um, the thing that I f- also f- that I do find interesting about the divergence in strategy between Microsoft and Nintendo and Sony is, um, I don't, it's just, it's very interesting to me because I don't think the streaming model has not proven itself to really work the way it was initially envisioned, right? It's been a loss leader. Like you're, you're now seeing like Netflix make money, um, and, and it's, the way they had to get go about that was, uh, yeah, putting in ads, re- remove and, any features and add more tiers. Yep, and increase fees, and which is what people have been warning Xbox fans about with Game Pass for a while now. It's like it's yeah. not that it's a bad deal right now; it's that in the future there will be nothing to stop them from making it a horrible deal. Right, especially when they're giving out free, uh, you know, subscriptions. Fucking left. I mean, and they're right. even they're even cutting back on that. They've been slowly repealing their free, uh, free trial setup. I just don't. Every new PC you buy, you get a free one. Still, yes, but it's fourteen days now instead of thirty days. 
I think players. yeah, I think I think my my Game Pass Ultimate thing expired. My offer expired what? at the end of last year. I I, I don't want to go on another tangent, but I do want to say this quickly. Microsoft is also running a scam. They, I have Game Mike, Pass. Mike knows his scams, folks. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's I, the expert I, here. I Mike, have you scam We need to come up and, with a, a, a song for you so we can introduce the <laughs> yeah. segment. I've been trying to cancel Microsoft Game Pass because I don't yeah. use it or Xbox Game Pass. It sucks. They can't do it. They don't let you do it the the fucking my microsoft account you have to like if you do it through game pass or you know even if you just like log on to microsoft brings you to like your account page where you have to uh either take your payment off like change your payment or like cancel your subscription for months i have been trying for months on different computers different browsers incognito the entire idea of subscription service to trap you with frustration it doesn't even load to the page. It just keeps <laughs> refreshing on its yeah. own. I've gotten so to my- it where it's like it's it's been on the page long enough where I could click on the like change payment or you know like whatever, but then I I don't click fast enough and it just fucking refreshes that same yeah, account honest, page. Honestly, the, so my, my the only way to do it, refreshes. the only way to do it is to cancel your credit card. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've even I've even had I've disputed the transactions and then like in the notes on the dispute and like talk to someone on the phone like I can't cancel it. Fucking cancel it for me. Just like block the payments to Microsoft. Yeah, don't let my card pay Microsoft anymore. I can and it like I can anecdotally and, attest to this because Ben, you might remember this. We were playing it takes two mm-hmm. and I had redeemed a one week free trial out of my bank of free trials that I had. For EA Play, yeah. and no, for Game Pass. We'll say because it comes with EA EA Play. Yeah, but I was playing it through Game Pass. We went over my week, so I went to do another trial. And when I went to re-up the trial with another set of codes, it told me that I could not re-up a trial unless I left recurring payments on. If I shut recurring payments off, it won't yeah. let me uh, do free trials anymore. And it was basically like this, you need to leave it on and get a month, at least one month payment uh, accrued for the free trial to continue working. It was basically looking at. Yeah. I'm just locked in the payments. And then went over to Steam and just bought the game. And now I just own it takes two and can play it, you know, indefinitely. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna be an Xbox Game Pass member for until I cancel this credit card, which I don't want to so, cancel because it's my oldest credit the, the card. The subscription and I need model that for my looked score. at the predatory model of the YMCA gym. I was gonna say it's the gym and model. Like, it's we the can gym absolutely model. fucking capitalize <laughs> yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, you it's have to write a letter to Congress to cancel your gym subscription. <laughs> the only way you should for a YMCA membership is with a disposable uh, debit card that you can yeah. load up with like 50 bucks and then throw Holy out. Holy fuck. That's wild. It, I'd like, I forget about it for a while and then I try again. I'm going to probably try again later because I thought about it and I got frustrated. But like for months, this has been going on, this cycle, and it just refreshes. Yeah, they, they their hope and goal is that you just get frustrated and quit. And yeah, just let it they just made the you. page inoperable. <laughs> like it, it's incredible. It's I don't know. End, I don't. Understand. It's like 
high level capitalist. That's some yeah, like that's just... winning capitalism yeah. right there. Can we just give them the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, you uh, know, Microsoft is continuing, you know, to you know, they're 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 winning. They're becoming leaner fighter fighting didn't, machine. Didn't they just become the most valuable tech company in the world? Did they just got the most valuable battle? company. A, period. A three trillion dollar evaluation, uh, and just cut off. Uh, what was nineteen hundred jobs? Yeah, and what was the percentage of of their gaming? Eight percent of, of the gaming workforce was laid off. Yeah, and why is the tangent to or why it's the connective tissue for these discussions is that a huge part of portion that of that was that their was, physical retail department. Yeah, just all the people responsible for you know getting their their games out to you know retail sailors. You know, just nope, we don't need you anymore. Bye bye. Yep. Uh, you're, next, you're next, for, for yeah, all the next consoles digital only we don't need yeah. you bye bye for, for all the people who've been telling you are, this you are redundant happen, <laughs> have fun with your single uh online uh sales portal where they can control the entire cost because and part of the reason that the online portals had so many sales was because they had to compete with the amount of sales that physical retailers were putting out It's uh, it's insane. Wonder... They they cut their entire yeah they cut their entire retail physical team. So like they they that that is the confirmation that whatever comes next for Xbox, whether it is a console or they entirely go to some sort of streaming thing, there is going to be nothing physical. A la Sega. Yeah, there is nothing physical. Like Xbox doesn't want to sell you a console anymore. I, I, I won't no, they be really surprised. Don't. They don't well, want to. I mean, every every because every console loses money. That's that doesn't matter well, where you are. Nintendo. But, Nintendo but sells their consoles distinctly not at a loss. Yeah, interesting. Uh and which is interesting because they don't have problems selling consoles like Microsoft does. Well, yeah, that's why they don't have to sell it at a loss. The you know because the, Nintendo fans will buy a game six years later at $70 and be like bargain. Cool. <laughs> uh oh man but like yeah it's uh microsoft is just really kind of the the latest the the latest uh swath of i mean the the, brutal, the immediate reaction cuts. to the layoff was kind of gross to me in the sense that there were so many people doing the immediate justification of like well whenever you have mergers there's going to be redundant positions that are going to get fired it's like that's cool, but you're you know talking about actual people here who. That's cool, you know. but let me let me read some stats for this because this is this is where it does get really really fucking gross. And uh, so for 2023, Microsoft had net income of 22.3 billion net income. That is out. You've taken your gross re- revenue and you subtracted your expenses. They are left with 22.3 billion dollars made in a 12 month period and they How are much still they firing to people. acquire they spent 70 million or, or 70 billion right i think it's 70 billion yeah it was six, 69 so, so nice they've already they've already nice. profited but almost half of that back yeah yes yes while then continuing one third yeah well then well, laying so off andrew andrew huge percentage andrew, question was that the Microsoft? That's Microsoft. Period. Not specifically gaming. That is Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, that is Microsoft game, in total. Their gaming division, I don't think, makes money. 
Yeah, it does. that's what I figured, but I just wanted to. It does, oh, but okay. it's not a, it's not a significant portion yeah. of their revenue. Yeah, see, I it's had like, like 5%. I think their biggest portion of revenue comes from their cloud infrastructure. Yeah, see, I, th- I yeah. thought it was something like, oh yeah, no, this is this is our passion project. <laughs> no, it, it is not a loss leader. It, it the the gaming division does make money. I think it I think it contributes. It's like five. It, to 10% it's only of going the to make line. more money now that they have King and mobile gaming yeah. under their their belt. Yeah, but even more uh additionals some additional numbers for you xbox revenue in general was up 13 percent on the year and their computing division 23 percent. so this isn't I see, I see line go up yeah exactly like there's no the only argument here is that they are just looking to increase margin and it's not actually anything besides returning more capital to shareholders. There's no strategic benefit to reducing this headcount. It's not, no, no, it's no, not you don't understand. The anything like benefit that is we paid $70 billion and now we have your IP. Yeah, exactly. We, exactly. we don't really need you, the worker. We have the bones already. It's it was incredibly it's been, sad. It's already been proven that you know people or people are like you know it's good you know it's good business practice you know to you know increase yeah say increasing returns increase profits uh, you know cutting waste uh, you know the defense these, force out teams, saying that it was all just redundancy layoffs yeah, and they were like these the these teams are incredibly bloated you know it's going to get them back to you know their fighting strength. You know, disgusting. Yeah, but that gross. that ignores and, the fact because there was a lot of people arguing. They were like, "Oh, this is just the COVID bloat layoffs." It's like, dude, the COVID bloat layoffs were last year. Yeah, those already happened. And like, I just we we have fundamentally because there were layoffs last year too. Yeah, and just like the the public has fundamentally lost the plot on what jobs are for. And they are purely a means to an end. And like, if we act like these companies are anything more than just like helping us get to that, you know, freedom um, as limited as they do help. Like, that's just a, it's a misrepresentation, I think, to act like, um, you know, this is a good thing that Microsoft now, you know, has increased their margin by 5% by laying off all these people. Um, although you know hey props to them they waited till after the holidays yeah, so but, woo. But, but did you consider did you consider that that means they can put more stuff on game pass <laughs> and then they can give me more games for free even though i pay for game pass but it's free it's free it's free that yeah. that money spent it's free that that one that one always that's just a minor thing that pisses me off whenever someone says, "Well, it's free with Game Pass." It's free, motherfucker. Nothing is free that you're paying for. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're and you know this is all still just going to result in more more unfinished, broken games that we're going to receive because things like QA have been cut. Oh yeah, that was another one of the community, huge sectors that got you know, cut was QA community, testers from Raven community Software. Community, uh, you know, the... Wait, the, what What did we know about the Raven Software QA testers? Um, weren't they weren't they trying to unionize at one point? Yeah, I think maybe so. And didn't they just get laid off? That's weird. That seems, yeah. that seems that's, that's just a coincidence, though, I'm sure. Microsoft said they support all unions. Yeah, that they would not they would not uh, interfere with organizing efforts at any acquired studios. Lol. 
The the other thing with the layoffs, even outside of Microsoft and this, the Matt, I believe you said this stat before we went on live, but at this point of the year, we're already at 50%, I think, right? That's the number. We, we've surpassed 50%. Surpassed I think, 50%. I think the total number of layoffs in January in the gaming se- division sector are 5,800. And last year it was something like 9,200 total. Yeah. So a hist- we're already past halfway of what was a historic year for layoffs. And I mean, even outside of gaming, you, the the media landscape has seen a huge amount of downturn. layoffs over the last two weeks. I mean, uh, Sports Illustrated effectively doesn't exist anymore. And yeah. uh, what was the other one? There's another one that essentially is no longer even operating. I forget the name, but it, it, it's uh, just... Uh, like Gawker, uh, <laughs> no, not Gawker. Hulk Hogan. Shout out to Hulk. Thanks, brother. <laughs> brother. Yeah, we're even seeing you know, gaming tangent or tangential gaming companies like Twitch and Discord are getting mm-hmm. yeah. with layoffs. Discord laid off like sixteen hundred people or something like that. Twitch laid off like eleven hundred or something. And this is all happening in an environment where 17% of the company's total staff. Yeah. Those were big numbers. The Twitch one was pretty big too. Yeah. 35% of its total staff. The numbers aren't as big as Matt, as Matt said there, Twitch was 500 discord is 170, but like, yeah, percentage wise, percentage wise, that's significant. Those are pretty massive. Mm. I mean, that's, that's literally over a third of your company. Imagine walking in one day and just a third of your coworkers just gone. And yes, I know some of you who, are picturing a, a dream doing, of the third who's of doing all, yeah. <laughs> so, And again, the the amount of work doesn't change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just means more no, work, never. more overtime, uh, you know, worse conditions for those that remain. With yeah. the with the stress and the yeah, threat but have of, you oh, considered fuck, now that next. the coffee pot will be one third more full? <laughs> <laughs> What's the stress to like, oh, you know, just because they, they did these layoffs now doesn't mean they're not going to do more later. You know when their oh, next no. game, when their next game, done. when their next game because it was rushed to market is unfinished, doesn't sell well. Uh, that they got to do more, they got to do more layoffs to you know keep that bottom line profitable to keep their you know their executives uh, with you know six six or seven figure bonuses. You know, listen, if if, if seven, it's it's, corp- eight. it's eight is the minimum yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> If capitalists could have their way, they would have one employee that did everything and worked twenty four seven. They would pay them zero dollars. And oh wait, that employee uh, exists already, and that's a robot. <laughs> Except the zero dollars doesn't yeah. necessarily work because you have to pay for maintenance cost at least once every six months. But Ben, I that that was a very I I what you just said is I think really what makes me feel so bad about this and it's just that it's such an obvious death spiral like it's it's only going to continue that what what is capitalism but but, but a death drive you know you know just in exchange for short-term gain 
I think it was Jason Schreier who tweeted that it was like people at Activision were finding out about the layoffs from social media. They were, they were, they were emailing him. They were emailing him. Do you know? Do you know if I got fired? Yes. Because they're not telling me. Yeah. No, just the amount of stress and and shit that they, that they have to undergo. Cause you know, these, these environments are not conducive to, you know, actual productive output. You know? Which we've seen with the crunch in the bad games. And that all comes at a time while corporations are seeing, you know, record-breaking record profits, profits yeah. and, and continue to and, grow and while have. we're all told the economy's bad and that, that inflation is killing things. It's just like, it's so... They've been seeing record-breaking profits for, what, the past three years at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the line, line go up. Line go up. Only one oh, of yeah. those is because of forgiven PPP loans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks. Well, we are we're right Starting at the to move off. Yeah, we're right in the 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 edge of our you know what's an acceptable time for us to finish the edge podcast. So that uh, that's going to do it for today. Um, lots of lots of kind of you know shitty news which yes what things get worse (laughs) yeah that seems to always be the case for for these monthly news roundups it's never good news you know there were some good good there were some good games that released but there were some good games that released this month you know people are enjoying pal world for all its problems infinite wealth baby infinite wealth you know i'm i it will be a long time before i'm actually able to engage with it because i still need to play seven but first and then records and, for yakuza yeah so happy about that um you know got great reviews uh i mean like a dragon the uh you know the new prince of persia game is getting great reviews so you know getting some good games already so that i guess is a good thing and hopefully we see more of that but with better conditions for their workers as always uh that is what we will leave you with folks in the meantime you can support us by following us at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades Check out the socials. We will, you know, we're basically Camp Compod everywhere else. Uh, Find us wherever. We will see you in the next one, which will be our February game episode. It's basically, it's Final Fantasy month. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. It's, we're, we're getting ready for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I'm, all the games I'm playing now is just to fill in the gap between when rebirth drops yeah the end of I, I, I was hitting you last night with the do i try to play persona 3 before no, rebirth no <laughs> no with how matt plays video games that that's not that's not possible that's not doable play some hey man i'm reformed stuff. i'm not finishing crisis core good glad inconceivable glad. yeah i'm glad all right folks uh with yeah matt not 100 a game as sure is the sign of the end times as much as it is the sign of the end of this podcast we will see you in the next one bye bye bye